Shush Box Podcast, a safe space for self-expression, healing, and empowerment. Brought to you by Chani Ra, writer and artist. Self-love and embodiment coach, Jacqueline Michelle. And Sunita, founder of Shushbox, the wellness platform supporting survivors of sexual trauma. Hi guys, welcome back to the Shushbox podcast. It's Chani here and I'll be your host this episode. I'm so happy to say that we have Ash Alves with us, who is the mastermind behind the Warrior Reminder account on Instagram, who's going to tell us a little bit about how she got to the point of making Warrior Reminder and also a new journey she's embarking on as a coach. Warrior Reminder is a platform that aims to guide black and brown people to heal and reclaim self-authorship. I'm so excited that we have Ash here to talk to us, who is the co-founder of Warrior Reminder and has just started life coaching. So we're going to learn a lot about that. Hi, Ash. Hello. It's nice to be on this platform. Thank you for having me anytime so um me and Ash actually met on another Shushbox talk a while ago um and we kind of mutually followed each other stuff for a while so it's been really nice that we've been able to connect on a couple of occasions now so yeah I'm super excited to talk to you and learn more about what you're doing now with this coaching because I've been following your journey and it's looking real cool so um just for the people that are listening that maybe haven't heard of you in your work before why did you start Warrior Reminder? Because that was the initial, was that the first platform that you did? So, no. So basically I saw, I, I'll give an overview of me. Um, and what my, the whole history? Yeah, okay. <laughs> so basically um, 2018, I would say, I think it's 2018, I started to do blog posts. So I started to open up about my mental health, what I was going through, certain life lessons. It was really just to pull it out there for anyone, whoever wants to read it can read it. Um, and then it started to gain some traction, mm-hmm. then followed um, to doing, making quotes, basically making quotes, affirmations, reflecting essentially the lessons that I was learning in my life at the time. I was in a dark space in 2018. So for me, writing was like an outlet, outlet, an opportunity for me to express what was going on inside. So obviously I started to see people resonating with my work. And then it just led to a path of um, fast forward to, to 2020 when um, I started Worry Reminder. And Worry Reminder was always something that kind of, it sparked out of that dark space that I was in. Mm-hmm. it was always something that I always kind of wanted to create some sort of space if that makes sense for people to come together so I started to remind that February 2020 so before the pandemic and the aim was really just to create a safe space for us to decompress and to talk about our struggles talk about taboo things and really do the healing work together I often felt like during my journey I was doing a lot of things alone and whilst there's certain work that we have to do personally, I always felt like we there's certain things which we can help um, help each other in our process by opening up and sharing. And maybe someone who's 
um, in a different position or, you know, is in a different part of their journey can help someone else. So for me, it was really just about creating that space where people can come as their authentic selves and we can have important and necessary dialogue. No, I love it. And I completely agree. I feel like sometimes when you're on a journey, um, everything you're doing feels so like um, regular to you and you don't realise how much your unique story can be like a major breakthrough for somebody else. So it's quite um, often I talk to people that have platforms like similar to what you're doing, similar to what I do, similar to what we do here at Shushbox. And it always comes from that need and that want of creating a space and a community. Um, is it Was it the same for you where like, for me anyway, I'm not going to put words in your mouth, but I used to you know, try and find things to read and I couldn't relate to it. So I thought, okay, I have to make this myself. Like, was that similar for you? Yeah, hundred percent. I felt like, I felt like there was a lot of, there's a lot of spaces that exist and I think that's great and it's amazing. I felt like for me personally, I didn't see enough spaces where we're able just to actually come together. Hmm. So um, there's a lot of spaces like that who, that exist, but at the time I felt like it was a need and I wasn't, it wasn't being fulfilled. I couldn't see it. So I was like, why not create this space? But yeah, I think it's really transformative doing the work with other people and essentially creating what you don't see. And then sometimes whilst you do that, you start to realise actually these things do exist. And then how do we collaborate? That's it. That is, you've hit the nail on the head. It's just, I, yeah, what I love about what you do is it is so community focused. And for those that might not know, Ash, you do a lot of actual workshops, don't you? And I've seen your events and stuff. So incredible, the work that you do. Would you want to tell us a little bit about that? Thank you so much. And a lot of the workshops, so we have like four main um, topic areas, but we centre our workshops around healing and using writing as a tool for self-discovery and, um, you know, unlearning certain negative limiting beliefs, etc. So, yeah, I deliver workshops every month now. Um, starting to get getting back into the, the swing of things, being more consistent post-pandemic. Um, so we'll do workshops every month. It's really just a space for us just to all come and talk. A lot of it is self-directed, self-work. So whilst I'm there, you know, I'm hosting the space but and I'm facilitating the space, but it's for us to come together and do the work. It's you know, it, it's really centered around like, let's do it together. Let's do the healing work together. Let's not wait and delay it until we come off the call. Let's do it right now. So that's really the aim of our workshops. And we do them every month. So good. It's just so powerful. I think there's so much power in coming together and it transforms someone's journey so much when as soon as that moment you realize that you're not alone so much incredible work can spark out of that so that's why that's one thing I really enjoy about the stuff that you post and seeing of your events it's like every time I see someone that's like joining in or you know taking part in the things that you do it's like oh these people have found their people these people know that they're not alone so yeah I just want to big you up because I do think community spaces like this you're right there aren't enough of them and I do think it's really valuable so I want to switch lanes a little bit because so we know your backstory of Warrior Reminder. So that was a platform. It started to grow. At what point, because I know recently you're qualified as a coach, how long were you wanting to make that change and do that training? Um, and just yeah, what was the mindset of you going taking down that route? 
that's an interesting question <laughs> my sister asked me that question literally today I think <laughs> that was the practice round <laughs> yeah basically around the time we're recording this I'm not sure when it will come out but yeah so essentially I didn't I had no desire fully to be a coach it was not something that I was like planned to ever really do if that makes sense mm-hmm. Um, it was just something that like intuitively over time I just felt called to do it and to offer my gifts um, in a different way so I've become used to you know doing workshops I've become used to using writing as a tool for me to talk about healing and to deliver messages which can help empower people to look within themselves and do the work etc and I have a lot of conversations surrounding like you know, these types of things relating to healing in my day-to-day life. I have these conversations all the time. (laughs) And, you know, it's something that people made me realise, I'll say, around me, like in terms of, I've always felt like within myself anyways, and it's been reflected through people around me that I've been able to see things, especially like roadblocks and things that people are experiencing that may not be at the forefront of their conscious awareness mm-hmm. and it's holding them back from certain things. So for me, it was like, okay, I give advice all the time anyways. And then over a period of time, I guess I did toil with the idea of being a coach, but then over time, especially this year, I was just like, do you know what? Why not do it and see where it takes you? being a life coach and being able to utilize the skills and tools in terms of listening and understanding other people that would be beneficial in general, whether that's just in my day-to-day life or talking to clients or talking to people who I'm coaching. But it was, it's something that became intentional, but I wouldn't say that I necessarily saw myself as following that path up until recently. And I'm really just trying to think of like following my intuition but as well, sometimes we can get hits of doing something and it may just be our desire just to be visible or to be seen. So so for some time of like reflection, I was just like, OK, yeah, I feel like this is for me. So I'm just going to go into this path. So, yeah, I hope that answered your question. But it did question. <laughs> And one thing I love about the way you explained that is when you were talking about um, you refers to your skills as your gifts and I really like that language and I really wish people would see themselves in that way more often because when you're talking about intuition you'll be you're able to kind of listen to people and hear what they're saying and see things that maybe are in their subconscious and sort of pull them out of people that really is a gift and that really is a skill and I think it's admirable when people can see that they are able to do these things and then extend the hands to use these gifts to help other people. So I think it's, yeah, I'm, I think it's really great. One question. So I know we had some questions that we agreed on, but now when we talk, I just get more things I want to ask you. When you describe that in that way, as you know, you can see these roadblocks of people and bring them out of people. And you're having these conversations every day in your personal life. How do you keep yourself from kind of like burning out? Because I know from doing this kind of work, not coaching, but similar work in a similar space um, and speaking of lots of other people that work in a similar space, it can be very exhausting work because we're working from a space of emotion almost at all times. How do you kind of protect yourself? That's so interesting. It's something that I'm continuously learning, to Mm -hmm. be honest. But I feel like it's just simply paying attention to my body. Like I don't, 
force myself to do things which I know is going against like my personal body clock or you know if I'm feeling tired I'm not going to force myself to do certain things there are times where there's certain things that I need to get done but folks when it comes to stuff like emotional labor mm-hmm. there's times like for example when I'll get messages from people saying like telling me their life story and what they're going through and whilst I come find to like be in service and, you know, help people, it's not sustainable when I've got my own personal life things to right. do. And <laughs> as well, how I don't want to spend all my time on my phone. I already have to use my phone a lot, you know, working in my, in my day job as well, doing marketing and communications, too much technology. Mm-hmm. I just cannot deal with it. So for me, it's really just like, I will respond when I have capacity and I'll just tell people that, hey, I can't get back to you right now. I respond when I have capacity. Mm-hmm. Um, and then sometimes I don't necessarily say that. I just I just respond when I can. It's just simple, simple things like that because I, I, I'm very clear at this point. There was a time when I used to really burn out because I was constantly in service. But I'm very intentional now because I just don't see the point me doing this work if I'm burnt out by everyone else's emotions. I don't feel like I'm able to active activate the fullness of my gifts if I'm constant if I'm if I'm emotionally messed with other people. Mm-hmm. So for me to be in that space of full service, for me to give you fully, I have to have those boundaries with myself. So definitely just saying, um, just take just taking my time in response to things, you know, saying no, saying not right now, I don't have the capacity rearranging rescheduling all those things helps so just being very flexible um and making sure that I have my day-to-day practices to make sure that I'm decompressing and and I am letting go of any external energy which is it's just you know grappling onto me it's just you know keeping me in a um in a space where I feel like low energy and I feel like I'm just overextending myself so just having those practices in place on a day-to-day basis time for silence time just to put my phone down is really important definitely especially in today's society like especially a lot of the jobs that we do like you were saying marketing communications so many jobs are solely online at the moment so definitely prioritizing that time you were talking about setting boundaries with yourself and I think that's a great topic um just to sort of highlight there because when we're talking about boundaries often you see things about setting boundaries with other people but setting boundaries within yourself as well and sort of knowing how to um recognize when you're burnt out recognize when you're sort of emotionally drained is so important Mm. um yeah I'm always I always like how you word things I'm always listening like yep yep you don't don't know if you said that on purpose or intentionally but I'm glad (laughs) people are here to hear it because it's very important like boundaries with yourself are as important or would you say more important than boundaries with people around you I just feel like the the starting point should definitely be boundaries with yourself I think we try to externalize our problems Mm -hmm. but sometimes the reason why you're struggling to set boundaries is because you don't have them with yourself I think always start first with yourself (laughs) exactly I was hoping you'll say that is so 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 true um, one question I did want to ask you when I'm seeing that you're now offering this coaching thing, um, life coaching, is the difference of coaching and therapy. Because when I'm researching coaching, obviously um, at Shushbox, we have a database that includes coaches. So when we're sort of looking at different people, I notice that a lot of people's comments and a lot of things I see online around life coaching 
people mm. kind of have it confused with therapy. So from your perspective, how would you describe from a life coach herself the difference? Because they are very different things. And I think a lot of people don't realize that. Yeah, 100%. So I would say first and foremost, um, obviously a life coach isn't a licensed therapist. So therefore, licensed therapists can't diagnose or treat mental illness. And they also can't assess mental illness. So so, so we have to be mindful of like um, what we say and how we say and what we do. I mean, therapists and, um, and coaches have to do the same. But as a life coach, you are not allowed to do that legally. You are not allowed to do that. So I feel like so I feel like fundamentally there's a difference there because therapists are more qualified to talk about like um, certain things, especially when it comes to um, identifying things in the past and how they link to the present and why certain things are showing up. So they have more of a, um, a specialist. Um, they're specialised in that, essentially. That's what they go to school to do. That's what they're trained for. With a life coach, uh, life coaches, there's not as much regulatory bodies as opposed to a therapist where you have to be like certified and qualified in order to be a therapist. So there's also the, the aspect in terms of professionalism there um, and regulation. And then as well with a life coach, I'll say for us, it's really about like trying to encourage you um, to meet certain goals. It's it's to kind of shed light on things that maybe you're not aware of, but it's really just to kind of like help guide you through things. But I think like, I think there's a crossover in some ways, but I would just say like for me that I just say the difference because for me in my, in my coaching, I definitely will delve into the past and stuff, but I am mindful of just like diagnosing or, you know, externalizing things exactly exactly but also that's the main difference in terms of just professionalism but so many people's like so many life coaches have different ways of um you know helping their clients and you mentioned there was crossovers so what would you say the similarities are I'm just trying to approach this as if I've never heard of life coaching before because right so what would you say the crossovers were um, I think the crossovers are that fundamentally we're here to encourage you. We're here to empower you to take the tools and resources or whatever we say and see for you to utilize it in your own life. The crossovers are is that we're here to hold space for you. Cultures are supposed to hold space for you to explore yourself, to explore what's going on. And therapists do the same thing. A lot of therapists, they listen for a long period of time and then they start talking. It's the same, well, that's what what is advised for like life coaches so essentially the aim for wellness is the same like that our aim is for you to get to a point or for you to implement wellness in your day-to-day life both um end goals are the same in that way but in terms of our approaches and what we're able to do with that is a bit different because therapists are licensed they're trained to look at mental illness they're trained to diagnose they're trained to assess things we're life coaches are not trained we're not allowed to tell you that you have this disorder we're not allowed to do right. that you know stuff like that okay great so I feel like you've cleared some things up there who would you say or not maybe who but what type of person would you say is a prime candidate for life coaching is there like um a sort of a specific area that 
you specialize in or a specific area sort of that you feel most comfortable helping a certain type of person with a certain type of problem or would you say it's sort of something that fits for everybody that's an interesting question so for me personally I like to work with people especially empaths um people who identify as being an empath and highly sensitive people because I feel like our inner world is very complex and how do we navigate life when there's so many complexities in our day-to-day so much external stimuli how do we navigate life where sometimes it's very cruel and unkind how do we survive (laughs) so for me personally I like to work with empaths and highly sensitive people because it's from I'm able to understand how the brain that brain works the overthinking etc so for me that's who I work with mm-hmm. but in general generally speaking I would say coaching is for anyone who just feels like you know what I want to get out my way I want to make a change you know maybe so many things but maybe you know you want to pursue a passion and you just need a bit of direction maybe you find it difficult to um, overcome a current obstacle Perhaps you don't feel confident in yourself and you want to build a bit more self-trust and you want to build um, more self-confidence. So a coach will come in and maybe shed light on things that you're not seeing, maybe give you a different perspective of how to see things. So I would say just anyone who wants to make a change, anyone who wants to make some sort of improvement, but maybe needs someone to guide them through it. I mean, with a lot of us, we have areas in our life where we're kind of stuck. It's a bit more difficult to overcome that particular obstacle. So, you know, it, a coach is there for you to help guide you through that, those obstacles and find um, a new way of seeing it and approaching, approaching the issue. So I'll just say for anyone who really wants to make a change. This is why I thought it was so important for us to have this specific conversation once I saw that you were doing coaching, because enough, I think I think life coaching is quite misunderstood. Um, I feel like I get the vibe that a lot of people, when they think of a life coach or, you know, getting a life coach, it's usually focused around career. Like you see these people that sort of do motivational speaking in the job space, and then they'll normally be life coaches as well. It's not very often, I think, the general populace kind of, realize that like you were saying you can get a life coach just if you want to be more self-confident if you want to as you said get out of your own way um if you have different obstacles whether maybe mental mental <laughs> mental physical sort of blur those together um there's so many different things you can have a coach for and I just think it's really really important to highlight that because not everything is about career right a hundred percent. And on that note as well, like I've had a life coach myself personally, so I know the benefit. <laughs> I know that the best, that's the thing I would not, I don't, I wouldn't want to be a coach. So that was one thing, a big thing for me as well. I didn't want to be a coach unless I've been coached. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, so I've had a life coach myself and I was going through a difficult time, um, time when I approached this coach and they really helped me just to navigate a few things. I just, trying to clear some like mental fog that I was experiencing at the time so I think it's extremely beneficial and it, it it doesn't necessarily have to be related to career like you said it could be anything where I'm just like I don't know if it's my intuition talking to me or whether it's self-doubt like just anything like and those things can help you to clear up um certain things or just see things in a more in a in a in a clearer way I would say um but yeah it's very helpful 
do you have any tips for anybody on like maybe not have to give tips I'm just trying to I like um, when you're talking about the difference of intuition and self-doubt, like how do you identify the difference in those many voices that we have sort of in our conscious telling us what to do? Mm, That's really interesting. Um, I would say, so first of all, um, I would say to more solitude, you need to have time to actually be with yourself and be with your thoughts and be with your body. Like, I think the more time you have by yourself, the more you'll be able to discern between whether it is that self-doubt, limiting beliefs, core beliefs versus your intuition. So I feel like having more time for solitude clears that up. You're able just to discern between the two. I think if you're not tapped in with yourself, then it's, it's difficult to know and um, what is speaking to you versus what's not. So I think that's the first thing, first and foremost. And then I would also say it just takes time mm-hmm. to get to a point, not all the time for everyone, but I feel like if you are deep in not knowing the difference between the two, you have to take your time to inquire. Like while you're in those spaces of silence, actually ask yourself, like, what is this? Like, mm-hmm. what, what is coming up for me? That's one thing that I do. I just say, like, what is this? Is this self-doubt? Is this my intuition? Like, I'm not sure. And then sitting with decisions until it's clear, as opposed to making your mind up about it immediately. And sometimes you'll start to start to see the truth come out of what you're supposed to know. Mm. Um, And then another thing is like, currently I'm looking into, so one thing that I like to do, because the thing is there's so much in life to learn and I'm still in a space of learning myself. And one thing that I'm learning recently is about fragmentation, about how it's about it's fragmentation, about like how there's so many like different aspects of ourselves, which um, a lot of it, you know, some of it derives from our childhood, our upbringing, you know, um, our environment, our, our experiences in our day to day. Um, how we perceive ourselves in the working environment versus how you are the face and the mask you wear in your within your family and friends, your ego as well. Um, so your shadow side. So I'm just looking at all these aspects, and all of this forms a bigger picture as to who you are. And often there's multiple different voices that come from each aspect of your experiences. So sometimes the voices that you're receiving and that come into you are just like a blurred reality, if that makes sense, a blurred uh, view of, of, of things. So it's like, how do you integrate all sides of you and your experiences in order for you to see the truth of things, for the truth to come through you? So that's something that I'm learning about now. Um, I know it's a bit off topic, but... <laughs> it's completely relevant. And I, wanna, I know what I'm going to spend my evening doing now is going to be looking at fragmentation because it sounds so interesting. Yeah, so it's like, because I wanted to say that because, you know, I'm also still learning. I think that's one thing that we have to always, you know, make sure that we're doing, learning things. But um, but yeah, so I think but the, the main thing I would say to anyone is just having that time for solitude, writing down your feelings, writing down your thoughts, and it become more clear what is talking to you versus what's not talking to you. I love that you're so confident to say, yeah, I'm still learning. I think... Um... I love when you have we have bring somebody on as an expert in what they're doing, but it's like, yeah, but I'm still learning because everyone at the end of the day is still learning. You know, nobody knows everything. Um, so that's definitely a word for today. It's like just keep trying to take in as much information as you can. And the solitude thing, 
again, completely agree. I think I just agree with everything you say, but I completely agree because in in a way it's like as soon as you get used to being alone and spending good time alone, you start to make decisions and just even just have thoughts and have ideas and concepts with the lack of outside influence. And then you start to realize, oh my gosh, like so much stuff that I hear and I take in around me when I'm out and I'm in social situations is like kind of influencing decisions and you learn how to phase that out. So I think it's very, very important to learn how to enjoy solitude. A hundred percent. I agree. Is there anything else you want us to know? Anything else you're working on at the moment that we might not know about anything coming up? Any workshops? (laughs) Yeah, no, uh, thank you so much. So I'm trying to think what's next. Okay, so we're doing our community check-in sessions for Warrior Reminder. And hopefully, yeah, we should be doing that this month. Um, near the end of the month in September um, but we will be having a workshop every month so in October November December we'll be having a workshop and then we'll announce like our next schedule for next year uh, in terms of anything exciting I'm starting uni in October so I'm actually going to do my master's and train to train as a therapist so full package alert <laughs> brains and beauty <laughs> So, so I'm I'm trying okay so basically I, I'm going to be training as a therapist so hopefully this opens just a new awareness of you know how the brain works and you know patterns and how we can get out of our own way and all those sorts of things so I feel like the journey for me I'm not entirely sure where it's going to lead me but um, we'll see. Should be exciting. I'm not looking forward to the coursework though, but <laughs> well, it is. But yeah, so yeah, stay tuned to War Reminders page. We'll always have like workshops and events coming up. Amazing. We'll have all of your details in the description so everybody can follow you and not miss out on anything that you're doing. And I just want to say, I'm so proud to hear that you're studying again. And I just think your whole story, even just in this short podcast that we've done, is such an inspiration from the first question when you were telling us about you're going through this rough time in 2018. Just just take a minute to pause and look at where you are now. It's just, I think it's inspirational to a lot of people listening to hear that in 2018, you know, you were in this rough patch and you used it not only to help yourself, but to help others and just, just out. It was almost like a knee jerk reaction. You just wanted to share your experiences. Fast forward to now, if you just take a minute to absorb this moment of where you are now, you're doing these monthly workshops. You have this incredible platform. You're a qualified life coach and now you're going to be doing a master's. I just want to take this moment for us to just say how amazing that is. And I'm so proud and I hope you're so proud of yourself. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Honestly, sometimes I can't see it fully because mm-hmm. I'm like behind like I'm behind the scenes, as you know, because you're doing great too. Like you're not really like you don't really see the, the fruits of you can see the fruits of your labor, but sometimes when you're caught up in it, you don't see the blessings fully. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, thank you so much. I appreciate it. I appreciate being um on a podcast with you. It's it's, a, it's an honor and shush is so oh, back at you. <laughs> And um, as you know, Shushbox is going to be launching at the end of the year. So our platform is going to be ready to go live. Um, We're going to have a database of many experts from coaches to healers, holistic mental professionals, you name it, we're going to have it. And we'd be completely honored to have your details in our database so people can access you and um, reach out to you if you're happy with that. 
Oh, that sounds amazing. I'll be honest. Thank you so much. So that sounds so good. Listeners, you'll be able to reach out to Ash once our platform is live and tap into her incredible services. So on that note, I hope you have an amazing evening and I'm sure we're going to be talking again soon. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. Um, lovely to talk to you. Bye, Ash. Thank you so much. Bye. The Shushbox podcast is brought to you by the team at Shushbox. We are a wellness platform created by survivors for survivors. For more information, head to www.shushbox.com and check us out on Instagram at underscore shushbox.